You're listening to Potluck, the podcast that stirs up a unique flavor of people, culture, and brands in Asia. Hosted, as always, by Scott and Drago. Welcome back to our conversation with Ambrose Chowdhury. To round things off, we're turning up the heat with our final segment titled Brand Burns. To kick things off, let's dig into your flavour of the month, Ambrish. So can you tell us about a brand that's really caught your eye recently and why that is? And perhaps what's it a signal of or is there anything we can learn from that brand? Yeah, I, let me uh, talk about a couple of brands. Um, sure. I think, uh, and these brands are, are, are things that I'm looking at, not because they're really well-structured or, or great brands, but around the potential that the business has mm-hmm. of impact. Um, the first is 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 this app called Rovo, R-O-V-O. I, I wonder if you've come across it. It's really about building a sports community. So I, I play a lot of tennis and I'm all, always looking for partners, right? Um, it allows you to sort of connect with similar level players and stuff. And they started off with tennis, but now they're in like multiple sports, uh, everything from running to badminton, etc. Um, and they've really started creating a bit of a community. So yeah, I'd be surprised if you didn't hear more and more of this brand, given that that sort of sports is, is, is or an outdoor lifestyle is such a significant part of the Singapore way of life. Mm. So yeah, I see, I see, and it feels, and, and they've obviously now got more investments in that business. And I think they're starting incorporating ads and stuff like that. So interesting. it'll be, it'll be big. This is Singapore based Rovo? Yes. Okay. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I could definitely see the need. I mean, already, I guess that sort of pairing people of different interests in a more formalized way versus kind of, you know, your CK. I know there's various versions exist for things like golf and, as you say, tennis and, um, you know, putting people to get together, through, especially, as you say, as we're spending more time looking to sort of escape the, the home or, you know, find ways of kind yeah. of outlets at the moment. Uh, that's really interesting. You mentioned uh, two two brands. Do you do you have another one? Yeah, just the second one, I think, I think is more the category, um, which I think is, is, on the cusp of exploding, if it hasn't already, and that's telehealth. Mm. Um, you know, I, I know there's Doctor Anywhere here. Um, there are multiple brands in Indonesia which are which are really sort of doing doing quite well. Uh, and I guess it's a genuine need, right, um, to have a first level of diagnosis over the phone at the convenience of your own time, your own house, being able to choose from a swath of doctors and stuff. Um, and, and it's interesting how insurance companies are jumping onto that quite quickly as well. Uh, so I know Aon, for example, offers telehealth um, mm-hmm. to their their customers as well. So yeah, I think that that area is is really ripe for sort of growth. Fantastic, Ambrose. Um, moving on to uh, the next run, uh, we call brand bullshit. So um, from your point of view, what in the world of brand or marketing is overhyped, overrated? or perhaps getting in the way of a business working um, uh, effectively or just getting the job done. Uh, we know you have a few uh, strong opinions on this, but uh, what do you have for us? Yeah, I think too much is getting in the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I think, honestly, it's incumbent on strategists uh, and, and, and sort of consulting businesses or, or ad agencies, etc., to realize that, that what they do is a real responsibility, right? And it's about helping clients' businesses grow. Um, so, so 
taking on a tool that's worked for other client and putting it on without sort of thinking through it is is one of my biggest bugbears is you know if you put me in a trends presentation where you know um where people talk about what xyz and apple or a tesla did uh, it's just you know i'm rolling my eyes because is it right for the 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 business in its particular context i think there's more opportunity to really focus on that understand the context and then come up with solutions in line with that the idea of purpose Uh, it's worked for a few brands it is really overhyped it is it is just you know like like you know not every brand or every business needs purpose um you know doing what you do really really well focus on creating a great product or great service is purposeful enough mm. right and and honestly if if your agency has to come and tell you this is what your purpose should be then then i challenge that authenticity of it because mm. if it's a genuine authentic purpose then the company is already living and breathing it if they're not do not go the purpose route it's it's just it's 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 inauthentic and it's been done so much now that the returns on it are 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 um, diminishing as well mm. so it worked it yes it worked for dove and it worked for many other businesses um but that doesn't mean it'll work for you there's a really interesting research around how increasingly advertising is getting less humorous mm. and and yeah. and more preachy right like so and honestly like the last thing you need to give your users more more incentive to do is to t- switch off from your ads so so i think the idea of purpose is right for some businesses i think it's become far too exalted and marketing should realize like as a as a as a you know as a process should realize that humility is key to what we do mm-hmm. so it's not imposing what we want on our users but really understanding them and having the humility to to be what they want you to be and if they want you to be a great product and service and and that's what you're about there's nothing wrong with that you mm-hmm. don't have to have a bigger purpose you know just because it worked for one company doesn't mean it worked for you so so yeah so so people who shell purpose um you know and start with the assumption that every business has to have purpose um yeah that that i I'd, i'd call that bullshit that's brilliant i love this you 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 um, made a point earlier about the importance of walking the talk yeah if a brand has these amazing uh, flashy ads and then they don't deliver what they promised there through their product then what's the point yeah exactly yeah mm. and and which is why i i i think honestly like the one thing that the consumers have now and maybe it's just the function of so much exposure to media is mm. is a phenomenal bullshit detector mm. so they know companies that are being authentic and they know companies that are being in, inauthentic and so much so to the fact that if companies that are being authentic mess up right like there's this whole thing about oh you can't make a single mistake and in this this sort of time mm. of social media everything gets magnified honestly if you're authentic and you're trying to do right by your users mm. they're much more forgiving than than you'd imagine i mean i mean of course if you're robin hood right and you stand for democratizing finance and then you go and 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 not let people trade when when they need to of course you're fundamentally going you know uh, opposite of exactly the purpose and 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 the authenticity you'd created that's harmful because then you're being inauthentic but if you're being authentic and you have a few slip ups 
consumers are forgiving mm. right? like they are forgiving so so yeah um i mean look at toyota right toyota spent years trying to be um you know great quality and and perfecting the kaizen system etc um and 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 they have a stock of goodwill built up for that yeah. so when they had those issues the brand rebounded well because it's it's like a bank right in some senses where you where you put in the goodwill and all your hard work etc and, and and it keeps growing if you're doing right by your users there will be times where you make the slip ups and and that goodwill obviously will get eroded uh, but it comes right back up if your intentions and and authenticity is right um so there's a lot of care mongering in branding to say oh you can't do this or you can't do that or any mistake that you make but honestly companies that make mistakes and slip ups uh, as long as they're being authentic mm. and own up to them and and address them in the right way it actually is an opportunity to become to have an even stronger relationship with with uh, consumers so yeah. so i think authenticity i think is much much more crucial than purpose than purpose when it comes to purpose do you think there's also an eco chamber effect we spoke about this on our last uh, podcast too uh, you know where all the um, um advertisers all the you know all the brand folk are you know paying really close attention to what everyone else is doing So when it comes to you know what is being produced in the end, um, uh, that study you were talking about, where humor is kind of overtaken by uh, purpose, you know, there's a strong element of uh, virtue si- signaling, perhaps, yeah, mm. where you, you you don't want to be seen as you know not playing the game right, yeah. Yeah, I, I think Mark Ritson put it really well in one of his articles, and he was like, um, a lot of advertising is now being driven by. how how the the brand manager wants to feel at a dinner party and <laughs> <laughs> so we're not selling shampoo we're selling self confidence to women and stuff like that and sure. and, and that has a role and and it's great if you if you really feel strongly about it and are willing to commit to it it has a role but honestly the role of purpose is not to make you money mm. in fact uh, he, and in fact marketers and puts that that is the real test is are you willing to lose money yeah. behind purpose so right. so any um, sort of advertising agency presentation that starts talking about purpose and then talks about how purpose is important to business growth it's missing the point it really is missing the point so so yeah no uh, there is a massive echo chamber effect and and i think that's that's one of the issues with with brand with marketing and branding is there's a massive bandwagon effect on everything and mm-hmm. everyone wants to be a part of what's new to the detriment of what's right right and i think it's incumbent on sort of people within marketing and branding to really ask themselves are they doing something because it's new and and of course there is a role to experiment etc mm. um but are they changing who they are to be new or or novel versus are they change, you know are they really being authentic to themselves and to their businesses i think it's incumbent to to ask that question like the example with romance you gave earlier yeah yes. that's that's a good example isn't it exactly okay and and i think speaking about that authenticity brings us to the third question here which is regarding fortunate failure you know what's made today of you know learning from your failures how that drives people on to more success but putting that to you ambrish what examples maybe do you have along your career path of maybe where failure has led you to perhaps greater heights or perhaps your clients work to greater heights um do you have any examples Yeah so this 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 might end at a somber note. <laughs> uh, um I I was working on um 
on a branding project for uh, a, a massive new company set up in Abu Dhabi uh, around some really authentic purpose-led things like um, food security and, and it also had a sort of a, a trading arm and stuff like that and really, really um, uh, you know, an amazing opportunity to create a, a, a truly powerful brand. Um, and and I remember sort of really going all out for the pitch and 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 winning the business uh, primarily because of the point of view we shared and and after that we did you know uh, a month later we did interviews and really understood the company etc and a month later we presented to the chairman you know really stoic guy and um, and we presented to him and and I was really proud of the presentation and 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 you know i thought it was going well he wasn't responding too much but I, you know i thought that was par for the course but at the end asked him you know so that's that's a suggestion what do you think and he just had this stoic response which was it was okay next time try harder mm-hmm. <laughs> and in within a month from there the the client who had bought us on board was fired right so so it just it it just really made me realize the importance and the responsibility of what we do mm-hmm. uh, and since then i think and, and 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 i think the failure there was not around the content or the work at all but just really understanding all the stakeholders and the context of the decision making mm-hmm. so since then um this was early in my career so it's quite helpful um but since then uh, you know i make sure that the you know whatever we're coming up with is absolutely right for that particular company we've taken the pains to really understand decision making in that company to understand the context of that business of the company to understand the various agendas at play um because great ideas you know as coming back to paul actually mm-hmm. um you know he said uh, to me once great ideas are like fluffy white rabbits on on a really busy freeway cuz they can get run over quite quickly so it you know it's so the art isn't just about coming up with those great ideas but also shepherding them through the business and i think as consultant that's that's one of the biggest roles we play and that's our responsibilities so so yeah that 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 learning early in my career um is 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 something that that i hold quite dear and has shaped a lot of it uh, luckily the client fell on their feet and and are doing really well now so um so that's <laughs> like well, fluffy white rabbits on the freeway that all live with me forever the analogy <laughs> Before we put our ladles to rest, we have one last request. Um, so um, we're thinking towards the uh, um, maybe the second half of the year of launching a mini series dedicated to food. Uh, so we're asking our guests to, um, you know, help us understand what might be of interest, uh, you know, in the evolving space of food, where you know it intersects with cultural and tech trends. Yeah. Uh, is there anything that you might be curious about something that you might be interested to learn about uh, in in that space i i'd ask you guys right like why food what ah. what about food it gets your interest going uh okay can i can i start yeah sure yeah um well food food is food is life yeah it's it, it's uh it's 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 such a rich space um uh i think you know it's it's a it's a manifestation of of culture of belief of uh um of rituals 
I think now people, you know, think more and more about food. There probably is a kind of, you know, bandwagon element to, you know, everyone being a foodie now and stuff. But I think it still shows something about the zeitgeist, you know. Um, there's definitely a lot of investment from a business point of view. It's very interesting about, you know, food tech and um, uh, there's some very interesting brands in the space. Uh, we think with COVID, especially things around, you know, the... Um, the way food is being offered, the FMB space have been, has, has been through a lot recently. We think there's something to touch on there. Um, yeah, that's my take on it. Scott, yeah, what, what I, are you? I think we just, I mean, fundamentally, I think from an Asian perspective, we realized that the meat, you spoke a lot about meaning in our discussion today, the meaning around food and what it symbolizes, what it represents socially culturally um and of course that that's that's true i think of, of of the wider globe but i think particularly in this region it's so much often the start of a conversation or the way that you trigger kind of a business uh you know conversation or discussion so i think we we feel it's a rich space and, and i think especially being based here in singapore we see so much kind of innovation around uh particularly the kind of as, as drago mentioned that f and b space so yeah i think we just see it as an interesting lens to look at human and cultural um, understanding from a perhaps a, a less uh, travelled um, lens and we're not trying to go down the kind of uh, food blogger route ourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. yeah, and I think that's so that's a great opportunity to put everything we've been talking about to the test a little bit, right? So I would say, uh, ask yourselves, what is the the fundamental story or message that you guys want want to sort of say or have about food right like what is it that you know what's the what's the story about food because like you guys said there are multiple ways of play, of cutting it mm. what's the story that gets you excited and what do you guys want to share mm. and honestly your authenticity and enthusiasm for the topic which i can detect in spades will will attract people to it so yeah i'd, I'd say just talk about what you guys love about what food means and 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 you'll attract sort of the right audience fantastic spoken like a true strategist <laughs> uh well thanks for stirring the pot with us ambrish this was delicious thanks a lot guys absolute pleasure thanks a lot ambrish that's all for the second installment of, of potluck season two see you next time and in the meantime keep, keep it, it brewing, brewing.